I'm Kate Daniels. At this beginning edge of the new year, we often have the feeling of taking a big breath and looking for good things ahead. Allie Katz is with us this morning to provide some inspiration on how to accomplish creating the good, becoming all of who we can be right now, and the beginning of a new year is a perfect place to begin. Allie Katz, good morning. Thank you so greatly for being with us. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Kate. You know, this is, I feel, really a good step forward, not just in life, but as we begin a new year, which always has that feeling of newness, and I'm going to do things better. I'm going to make those, oh, proverbial uh, resolutions. But rather than thinking of it that way, I think this is just something that we want to think of in terms of finances and making plans for our life, for our future, and for those that come after us. I feel that this is a good time to really consider this and make some good and wise decisions. Yeah, I love that you brought that up, brought up our conversation in terms of the new year, because I think that the new year is a really great opportunity to look at what do we need to do differently. And for me, really, Kate, that starts with looking at the past, looking at what did occur in the prior years in my life to date that I want to be different. And a lot of times, as I have done that throughout my life, as I've looked at what I want to be different, it has been my relationship both with my family and my relationship with money. And this year is a great time to begin to think about how can I heal my relationship with my family? How can I heal my relationship with money? And how can I do that by looking at the reality of a future incapacity or death? And that might seem really like, what? Wait, what do you mean? Why, why would I be looking at a future incapacity or death? Well, Kate, this is the one thing that we all have in common. And it is the thing that is the most vulnerable for all of us. It's the inevitable that just as we all are born, and we are born through specific parents, we are also all going to die. And in fact, we're all dying right now. And by looking at that honestly, with our eyes wide open, and asking ourselves the question, okay, well, now what do I do with that? We actually can create much better lives for ourselves and our families, not just now, but for many generations to come. And I think the beginning of the year is the perfect time to be looking at all of this. Yes, absolutely. And so this is what we hope to present and and discuss in a very short time. But in so doing, also making people aware that as this is your work, working on the financial end and helping families, having individuals look at their personal finances, look at their estate and what to do with it, that is something that is available beyond this on your website where there's just a great list of podcasts for further learning and instruction. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And we'll make sure that everybody has uh, some resources to really go deeper with this before we complete today, but to really lay out the big picture of what we're talking about here. 
I think that 2022 was surprisingly hard for a lot of people. You know, we came out of the pandemic thinking, okay, once the pandemic is over, then life is going to get easier. Things are going to get easier for us. And I think, at least for the people that I know in my own life, it was kind of a shock to the system to realize, oh, things didn't get easier and fast. In some ways, they got a lot harder because now we had to come back out into the world. Now we're engaging again. Now we have to go back to work. Some, you know, as we've seen things shift in the economy with the massive crypto crash, with interest rates rising, with inflation going up, we thought that things were going to get easier. But in fact, for many people, things got harder. And Kate, I wonder if, if you've seen that as well, or has that just been in my own reality? Oh, have you seen 2022 being a bigger challenge than people expected? I am totally on board with you on that. Uh, definitely, it's been there. And just being aware of how there's so much energy around it. And I wonder if, if in the context of that, you have a sense of how we need to acknowledge that, but also manage our reactions and our emotions so that our stress and anxiety doesn't potentially feed into it? Or, or am I being a little too out there with that? No, no, you are 100% right. Because what I have learned through my own path in life is that life will constantly test us. Life will constantly give us these challenges. And if we don't pass the test, the challenges actually get harder and harder. But when we pass these tests that life is giving us, and by the way, Kate, how this all ties together is I think that the way that we pass these tests, at least it's been the case for me, is that we pass these tests actually by facing death. And I'm going to tie that together uh, before we end today and then give you some resources to be able to do that. But as we pass these tests, life actually starts to get so much easier, so much easier. Not to say that the tests don't keep coming and that the challenges don't keep coming. They do. But the way that they come is different in that you begin to see them as opportunities. You begin to see them as things that you look forward to because you know that, oh, great, when I pass this test, when I make it through this obstacle course, what's on the other side is even better than I could have imagined. And now, instead of collapsing under the challenges, instead of collapsing under the test, instead of seeing life get worse and worse, you begin to see that life gets better and better. And this has been my own experience over the last 15 years of really shifting my own internal consciousness from one in which life was constantly happening to me. And I was being thrown off and really moving into what I now understand to be a downward spiral of life getting worse and worse to recognizing that nothing was ever happening to me. It was always happening for me. Every single thing that came my way, every test and challenge that came my way was this opportunity to discover who I am. And I have this quote that got me through my divorce back in 2005 it was a very difficult time of my life. And I was building my first business. I was a mom to young children. Today they're 19 and 23, but back then they were little. And I'm going through a divorce. And in the midst of this divorce, 
my divorce lawyers, and I'm a lawyer, so I understand lawyers, but my divorce lawyers just wanted me to fight. They just wanted me to stay stuck in this conflict. I could feel it. They had us fighting over pennies. It was very frustrating because I, I could see that they didn't mean to do what they were doing, but they didn't know how to do it any other way, even though my husband and I were in this collaborative divorce process and we hired these collaborative divorce lawyers, they didn't actually know how to create collaboration. And so we're like stuck in this fight, in this conflict. And I'm praying and I'm praying, please, please, God, show me the way, show me the way, show me the way, because I don't want to be stuck in this conflict with my, with the father of my children, even though we're very deep in it with forensic accountants and lawyers and just all of the hallmarks of a very bad, nasty divorce. And as I'm in this prayer, I hear a very clear message. And it is every conflict, every challenge is our greatest opportunity to be more of who we really are. And I could feel in that moment that life was saying to me, who are you? Alexis, my, my one by Alexis back then. Who are you, Alexis? How do you want to be in the face of this conflict? And because of how I showed up through that, because of who and how I became as a result of that, I was able to use that conflict and that challenge actually to build a million-dollar business, my first million-dollar business, because of the choice that I made during that moment of hardship and test from life, I was rewarded with a million-dollar business. And again and again throughout my life, every time that conflict and challenge and hardship has come my way, because I've seen it as this opportunity to become more than I thought was possible rather than collapsing under the weight of the challenge and the crisis. Life rewarded me with everything that I needed and more again and again and again. And so what I want everybody to do at the beginning of this year is to conduct an inventory of the past. Conduct an inventory of the past to look at where is life actually giving you an opportunity to become more, to be more than you ever thought was possible in the face of this test, in the face of this challenge, because it's right here for you now. It's right here for you now. And surprisingly, Kate, facing death, looking at your death, looking at the reality that one day this is all going to end is oftentimes the pathway. Oftentimes the pathway because we begin to realize, oh, whatever's happening right now, it's temporary. It's all temporary. We all die. Every single one of us that is alive right now dies. And when we look at that, when we face that, eyes wide open, we can start to make different decisions for our life than we've ever made before in different ways than we've ever made those decisions before. And that is what I wish for everyone to have is a gift going into 2023, a new way to look at decision-making, a new way to look at life itself through the lens of I'm dying, you're dying, we're all dying, so how do I want to live my life differently? How do I want to make decisions 
about the use of my resources differently and about my conflicts differently right now. That is so stunningly beautiful, Allie. And it makes me wonder, now, is she really a lawyer? Is she a spiritual counselor, a psychologist? It's all wrapped up into you and how you're being the best you can be to provide service and and help us to really become more aware and, and see how this is life and this is how to really live it to the utmost. That's right. And it's funny because, you know, that question that you just asked, is she really a lawyer? Is she a spiritual counselor or a therapist, psychologist? You know, I really struggled with this question of why I became a lawyer. Because the way that lawyering is done today, in most cases, is so far from helping people to live their best lives and helping people to really make their choices from this place of the life that we want to create. And yet, I knew there was no mistake that I went to law school. I knew that I must have gone to law school for a reason. And so what is it? And what I have come to realize through the past 15 years of being in this inquiry of why am I a lawyer? What is the gift that lawyers actually have for our culture and for our communities. What I've discovered in that asking is that back in the day, before now, in more of an ancient past, the lawyers were the priests. The lawyers were the wisdom holders. The lawyers were the culture creators. The lawyers were the people that supported people to resolve conflict people to make good decisions about the use of their resources. Now, we lost that. We lost that when our legal system began to change. You know, really, we've lost so much, mm. right? Yes. In, in the way that our culture has evolved to where it is right now, with, with a, um, really a, a scarcity-based mentality around money, and around how we exchange resources and how we live, frankly. You know, we, we've, been, we've inherited this scarcity-based mentality, this survival-based mentality, and that has made its way into our legal system and into our financial system and into our economic system. But, Kate, I think you can tell, I think you can feel that we are at the precipice of something entirely new something entirely different. But the interesting thing is that it's not new. It's actually ancient. It's actually getting back to the roots of a culture that really truly does work for everyone. And and it will result in a shift in our economic systems and our legal systems and our financial systems and our legal and financial services industry. And so when I look at why Am I a lawyer? Oh, it's because I get to help the lawyer community get back to the truth of who we are and how we be in the world. And then as a result of that, we get to be differently with our clients so that we are helping them not to escalate conflict the way that my lawyer and my ex-husband's lawyers were in 2005, but where, for example... As we face our death, as we face 
a transition of a relationship, which is really, right, death, transition, relationship, it's all the same. It's a transition. It's recognizing the impermanence of all things. As lawyers are better able to help people do this, well, we can change our culture together. And so the lawyers that I train, the lawyers that I work with, the lawyers that I serve and support, they are the counselors of their clients. If you think about lawyer, attorney, and counselor at law, mm. what does that mean? Well, it, embedded in the truth of who we are is counselors. And, and you said, wow, you just sound like a spiritual counselor or a psychologist. <laughs> that is who we are at our core, at our nature. Now, we've gotten away from that culturally because of what lawyers have become. But many lawyers are now getting back to the heart of who they really are, why they went to law school in the first place, the law is a helping profession. The law is a serving profession. And with the right business model in place, lawyers can get back to being that again. And so I am a lawyer and a spiritual counselor and not a psychologist. I didn't go to medical school. I went to law school to learn how to be a counselor and then I get to be that counselor and counsel my clients to face death, to look at a new way to see their conflict as a challenge to become more of who they really are, an opportunity to become more of who they really are, and to do that through the lens of understanding that we're all dying. We're not going to be here very long. How do we make the most of this life? now make make all of our legal and financial decisions through that lens of opportunity of gifts of resolve within our families and and really understanding as well kate that when we think about inheritance and legacy you know oftentimes these are abstract concepts or in a way made too concrete Right? We think about like legal documents, wills and trusts and powers of attorney and healthcare directives, all important and critical things because we live in a world where we need legal documents, wills and trusts, healthcare directives, powers of attorney, corporate documents, all of these things. But really, what is that all about? What is that all about? And what are we actually inheriting? And what are we actually passing on? Because to me, legacy isn't about just what's left behind after we die. It's about who we be right now. I am creating my legacy, Kate, right here and right now with you. And you are creating your legacy right here, right now with me. It's not about what happens after we die, although that will be impacted. But it all starts with the choices we make during our life. And so it's not abstract. And it's not just about the legal documents. It's about all of the choices that we make regarding who and how we be, moment by moment with each other. And then, yes, of course, because 
we want things to be as easy as possible for the people that we love, of course we do the things like getting bills and trust and healthcare directives and powers of attorney in place. And we set up our businesses so that things go as easily as possible and so that we don't have the conflict. I just watched the movie House of Gucci last night and we see what happens when we don't show up in our highest and best, when we don't face the reality of, wow, this is all temporary with love in our hearts, but we don't have the right planning in place. You know, the whole family devolves and eventually there's massive fighting and our family loses control of everything. And that's not the life we want to lose. And it starts with who and how do you show up now? That is so powerful and so compelling to see how getting that in order, getting our awareness and our hearts and soul on the right path will then let the the rest of it unfold. Not that there won't be challenges, but that it will definitely feel more natural and make sense. Absolutely. And, and you get to begin to see that getting your affairs in order, the mundane of your will and your trust and your health care directives and your powers of attorney and naming legal guardians for your kids, things that can seem so mundane actually are incredibly sacred. Incredibly sacred. It's like you are saying to life, I am ready for more. I am an adult. I can steward what you are giving me. Give me more. I can receive more. I'm increasing my capacity through my stewardship of what you've already given me. Because here's what we know about life. We know that life does not give us more than we can handle. And so if you are in that moment of getting tested by life, celebrate it. Because that means life sees you as worthy Hmm. of the test. Life sees you as worthy of the test. Life wants to give you more, so it has to test you and say, can this person handle more? Well, one of the ways that you can choose to show life that you are worthy of the test is to choose to steward what you have wisely. Mm -hmm. When you do that, when you proactively steward what you have wisely, the tests are much less difficult. <laughs> That's been my experience, is that when I can steward what I have wisely without life having to force me to do it, sometimes by taking everything away from me so that I can steward a lot less, then life sees that I am ready for more. And so if you've been in your life saying, life, please give me more. I'm ready for more. I want more than what I have. Then show life that you can steward what you have wisely. And so, you know, we've, we've really scratched the surface here mm. today. And I imagine that some folks are hearing this and saying, wow, this is, <laughs> I'm inspired. I want to learn more. Yes. I want to go deeper. I want to actually step into this next phase of my own stewardship. I want to step into 2023 and show life that I'm ready for more. And so uh, in 2022, at the end of 2022, as a holiday gift, end of year holiday gift, I created a series. It's called the Legacy Masterclass Series. And I created this series 
by actually interviewing my own family, my mom and my sister, and then one of uh, my longtime clients, uh, Keith. And the reason that I interviewed them is to show the process that I have gone through with my own family in learning to talk with them about money as a path to healing the past, creating a new future, creating a new future. And that, that Legacy Masterclass series is available to you. Uh, you can find it at personalfamilylawyer.com forward slash Legacy Masterclass. And I trust that you'll be able to put that here in, in the show notes uh, so that people can find that. Uh, that series. And so I'll just say again, personalfamilylawyer.com forward slash legacy masterclass. And the, the, the website personalfamilylawyer.com is where you can work with one of the lawyers who are trained in this work by me um, to help you to be able to look at what you have, look at, who you love and look at what will happen to everything you have and everyone that you love in the event of your incapacity and death so that you can steward what you have with the foundations of bills and trusts and healthcare directives, but also by seeing that by doing that, you're actually able to make much better decisions about your legal and financial matters so that life knows, yes, this person is ready for more. And we should mention. So those lawyers are at personal. Yeah, so those lawyers are at personalfamilylawyer.com. And, and to that, this is what you created with your awareness from nearly 20 years ago, knowing, like soul searching, what does being a lawyer mean? You've created this and, and are really doing all that you can helping to make the world a better place. That's right. That's exactly right. I spent many years in the question, why am I a lawyer? Why did I go to law school? What, how, how is it that lawyers can actually make the world a better place? And allowing every single challenge that came along the way to hone me into a greater awareness of who I am, why I'm here, and what's mine to do. And because of that, life has repeatedly rewarded me with more and more. So even though 2022 was a very challenging year in many respects, not just for everybody else, but for me as well, I faced the challenges. I didn't face them in, in the same way that I see many facing them. I saw them for exactly what they were. I saw them for the test that was life saying to me, we think you're ready for more. We think you're ready for more. Let us just test to see if you are. And I have passed those tests in such a way that life is rewarding me in the most unimaginably amazing ways. Just as an example, I will leave uh, Colorado. I live in Colorado. It's very cold there right now, so I'll be spending my winter in Costa Rica, where I am involved in multiple land projects, living the dream that I had for so many years of living in community, on land, growing food, raising children, 
with people I love and doing it in a way that truly it's what I've dreamed about my whole life, but I couldn't necessarily see my way there. And now life is rewarding me with that dream because of how I have faced these challenges and seen them for what they are. And that's what I want for everybody, because I believe that when we all do that, we can truly create a world that works for everyone. We can truly live into the vision of living in harmony with ourselves, each other, and the planet. And isn't that what we all want? Oh, yes. And I believe we can have it, and it takes every single one of us to create it. Allie Katz, I cannot say enough about how amazing and inspiring you are. What you have shared with us in just such a short while is like really putting rocket fuel, I think, into our engines. At least I trust that will be. So let's mention the website once again to really get us moving forward and incorporating this in our own life. Great. Thank you so much, Kate. You can find lawyers that operate with this same ethos with the same heart and soul that I've spoken of today at personalfamilylawyer.com. And you can find the Legacy Masterclass series where I will show you how I've done this work with my own family and with my clients so that you can meet your family in a new way through any challenge and any conflict that you are in the middle of right now through really understanding your inheritance and consciously choosing what you're passing on into the future at personalfamilylawyer.com forward slash legacy masterclass. So excellent. And Ali Katz, thank you so greatly for being with us, for setting us off on a great path as a new year unfolds. Thank you, Kate. Thank you for having me.